It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. For any organization, IT or information technology serves as its life's blood, but especially true for a state agency like Decal serving providers, teachers, assistant teachers, parents, children, and families. Our websites really serve as the front door of our agency. And recently, Commissioner, you named a new person to oversee all of this and more. Yes, yeah, so our former CIO retired in December, and we've been looking for just the right fit to uh, take us to the next level. We have a very high-performing IT division, and we just needed that that next person to take us to the next level. And Dennis Bryce is here to tell us all about himself. Dennis is the new Chief Information Officer for DCAM, most recently VP of Technology at McKesson. He brings more than 25 years of engineering, strategic thinking, and broad IT experience to DCAL. Dennis, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to have you here. So he's been here since May 1st. Right. So I don't know if this is a fair question, but but I think we are all curious since you came from the private sector. What's that transition been like from private to public? Honestly, it's been absolutely incredible. The folks here, uh, the hospitality that everyone has shown me has just been unbelievable. Uh, I thought I would just come here, show up to work, go into my office and work with a bunch of IT folks. But every day, people just stop in and introduce themselves. It's really been a humbling experience. It's, it's been amazing. Uh, the, the work that we do here is just around families in the state of Georgia. And uh, it's just so meaningful, you know, to be able to feed and educate the folks and to be part of that. It's just a true blessing. I think the biggest difference here, as I see about, is helping children, helping families. Where in the private sector, it's more about making money. Mm-hmm. It's more about cutting costs and our shareholders. So it's, it's really been an eye-opening and humbling experience. That's great. Now, how did you find DECAL, or was it DECAL found you? How did that all happen? Well, it's kind of interesting. You know, I heard about it from a previous co-worker. Uh, he knew some of the folks that work here in IT and worked with them about 20 years ago at, at a former company. And I had really reached an age I was looking to do something more meaningful in life, and I had really grown tired of all the travel and the hustle of the private sector. So I really wanted something uh, also technically challenged, but also more meaningful in life. So then it came an impromptu conversation one day with his coworker, and he said that, that uh, he had a friend and they were looking for a CIO at a company called Decal or an agency called Decal. Mm-hmm. So that night I went home and I googled it and looked it up, and it really looked really appealing because it was it was all about the children and children in Georgia, and what all that stood for. So I, I, I told my coworker, I said, "Hey, you know, if you're not interested in the job, I would be." <laughs> so he sent a note off to Jim Keith. Yeah. And Jim Keith, uh, uh, he read my resume, and he uh, liked it. And then we met for lunch, and, and then that led to more conversations. I met the commissioner, and then uh, that ended up being an offer. So I, I gladly accepted, really happy. And uh, it's really, um, at the same time, uh, kind of selfish for me because I feel like I'm uh, at the perfect place for something like this in my life. So it, it, it's, it fits all the right reasons. And Jim Keith didn't scare you away at all? You still wanted to come? Well, it's so funny. He's just exactly like my previous co-worker. Is that right? They're, they're like twins, and they yeah. play golf together. Uh, so okay. it's uh, it's kind of interesting. Jim's a great guy. may have begged him a little bit because, you know, Jim was the interim, and I think he was ready to get over yeah. <laughs> um, He was motivated. Yeah, he was yeah. motivated. For that's, sure. That's, that's and he's still on the team, about. by the yes, way. Yes, we he's need a to great part of the team. And he out. did a great job serving as interim. He, he really sure did. did. He really did. And helping us find Dennis. So. So, Dennis, you have 25 years in engineering and technology, so you've seen a lot over the last 25 years. What are the biggest changes and improvements you've noticed personally in the IT world? 
You know, honestly, the Internet revolution has changed the world. Uh, the last 20 years, uh, most people really didn't know anything about uh, the Internet except AOL. So as we've moved forward, everything has changed. Uh, I have friends in places like Cuba, Iran, China, all around the world. And the Internet's changing our culture. It's changing their cultures. And, and no longer can the governments deceive people. You know, they have access now to uh, real information. I was at dinner last night. My friend was texting his friend in Cuba. I mm. mean, it's just something was unheard of a few mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. So not only has the Internet changed uh, the world around social media, it's also changed the way that we do business. Um, as the Internet's become more stable, stable and widespread, it's practically in everybody's home or, or even in your hand now as we have our mobile phones. So companies like Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Apple, they've really taken this to another level. Um, they realize that this is the future around services, not just the products that they sell. So these cloud services that they provide, ha provide have become kind of a standard for most Fortune 500 companies. Plus our culture has changed now. You know, longer, no longer is it acceptable to wait uh, on products or information. <laughs> yeah. We have to have it instantaneous <laughs> now. Right. So uh, even, even things that were unheard of a few years ago, uh, we would order something you know, from Sears, you know, years ago, it'd take like weeks. Right. Now, you know, we expect it the same day. Mm -hmm. So this Internet revolution, not only has it changed the way we as a culture behave, about we have to have instant access to information, it's also changed the way companies do business because now, as, as, as I said, you can get everything through the Internet because it's so stable now and other companies can host some of those services for you without having to have them on-prem. Mm -hmm. We become... I think more and more comfortable with the internet. I remember mm -hmm. my first uh, desktop computer, I think was 1994. Mm -hmm. And I've got two daughters in their 20s and I tell them, you've got more power probably in your smartphone mm -hmm. than I had in that <laughs> desk pack Packard Bell computer oh, yeah. back in the day Absolutely. with dial up, uh, oh, I think it was yeah. the modem, uh, phone modem oh, service. The worst. Right, I mean, it goes uh, back a long way. With that comfort though, Dennis, our are we becoming too comfortable? What about cybersecurity, yeah. that sort of thing? Well, as, as data moves from on-premise solutions, which we have here, to these cloud solutions, they're in a shared data center. Mm -hmm. And those shared data centers, they, uh, they, they are sharing company with information with other companies, so you have to secure that. Um, when we had our information on-prem here, they were behind our own firewalls, and our, and our servers were much more protected than out, say, in the in the cloud or a public place. So, but now that that data is out there, you have to secure the channels between DECAL and those outside organizations so they can't be intercepted or uh, uh, people get your data that way. They have to be secure and encrypted channels. And you also have to really be careful about data breaches. I mean, you hear about it all the time in the news. They cost millions of dollars. You, it's not a problem until it's a problem. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, it's a, it just blows up. And so you have, to, you have to get in front of that before it happens. And uh, we, we, we have to protect our data both from a company, department perspective, as well as our personal information. Uh, none of that's acceptable to be lost. And it's always been important. It's just much more was much more difficult previously because they were hot behind our walls. Now that it's out in the public cloud, it's it's a little bit different. You have to be careful. Mm -hmm. So data security is is going to be it is and will be our number one priority, especially as we move things outside our uh, uh, environment here. And uh, there's just no room for complacency or error here. So as the expert in the room, though, I just want you to put us at ease. <laughs> yeah. Are you comfortable with the safeguards that are 
uh, in place? I, I, I'm comfortable with moving things to the cloud, yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's more secure. You have very, very large companies like Microsoft or Apple or Google or some of these, Amazon, that's actually securing your data for you. Mm-hmm. So the top companies, even the government, like, you know, D.C. is, is moving things mm-hmm. to the cloud. Mm-hmm. So uh, they can do it at a much better scale than a small department like ourselves when you have a handful of people running some of this stuff. Mm. So you want to make sure you leverage the tools and technologies of these larger companies. Right. I trust Dennis. I just want to I make tr- sure. I trust I, him. I'm yeah. going to follow I trust him. him. <laughs> Sometimes I check. I'm like, Jim, do we still trust him? <laughs> I told Dennis, um, I was like, you know, I, I'm not an IT person, so we've got to have a trust, and you've got to make sure that, you know, you tell me what you need, and we'll make sure you get it. But I'm yeah. trusting you to tell me that that's right. that we're on the right path. Right. I, I think what this experience speaks for itself. But <laughs> so, Dennis, when you arrived, we were going, we had already undergone a pretty substantial mm-hmm. restructure of our right. IT division. We've got some really big projects coming up. Um, Talk about some of those changes, and will our listeners feel any of that? Uh, well, last year, uh, the previous CIO, they engaged with Deloitte to do a study of our IT department, as you know, and uh, they looked at our organizations as well as our IT services. And when I came on board, I reviewed that um, study, and I actually agree with it 100%. I think they did a great job with this study. I couldn't agree with it more. Uh, the DECAL's increasing size and responsibilities mm-hmm. requires that our IT a IT organization be able to scale, and and, and 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 as we scale and grow, we need to have a better way to understand our investments and our decision making. So we had to reorganize our group to put our processes and procedures in place to be able to uh, understand if we were making good business decisions and, uh, and if we were organized properly. So the new organizational model really aligns to those overall goals of the organization. Uh, it, it's going to enable us to formalize our decision making much better. It's going to improve our methods for measuring and comparing our investments to make sure we did make the right investments. Also, it's going to help us with our strategic planning. It ris- reduces our risk of exposure. Um, uh, that's the biggest thing, mm-hmm. I think. And then uh, and also it increases our communications between our IT functions and organizations. As we change the way we operate as a team, uh, we need to better communicate across our development teams, applications team, infrastructure teams, mm-hmm. and support teams and things like that. So this will enable a lot of that. It wasn't just a change to change something. I mean, it really, it really is effective. And, I, and, and um, I was really pleased that that hard work was done before I got here. <laughs> <laughs> nice to arrive at the end of yeah. that whole process. Now, so folks can understand, we're going to try to paint a picture here of the IT org chart. We've got a technology side, mm-hmm. kind of over infrastructure, support desk, that kind of thing. And then a software engineering side for mm-hmm. application development and customer relationships. Talk a little bit about that. Well, our infrastructure side really handles all of our tools like uh, email, all of our servers, our uh, hardware, our end-user computing, desktop support, all that. So it, it, it really aligns all that together to be able to be managed much, much more cleaner and, and better. Our, our, our engineering and application side really is focusing on our, our custom apps that we've developed and, and supporting. Uh, we have about 14 or so of those that are critical apps that uh, we're going to be moving to the cloud. Uh, so a lot of this infrastructure that we've had in the past um, is going to change. Uh, before, we had to monitor storage. We had to monitor all of these uh, uh, attributes around infrastructure. And, and if, if the servers got slow, we had to go buy CPUs or we had to go buy storage. Sometimes that takes time. When you start moving all this stuff out to the cloud, it's going to be uh, much more... Um, 
quicker to respond. If you need more storage, you can click a couple buttons and you have more storage. Mm. If you need more CPUs or any kind of, even a server spun up, you can spin up a new server in a matter of minutes where before you had to order it. So uh, you can also spin up a VM, virtual machine, which is kind of like a desktop sitting on your desk, except it's virtual in, mm-hmm. a, in, in, a, in the cloud. And, uh, and you can spin it up. You can do development. You can do all that type of work. And when you're done, you just delete it, and you don't get charged for it. So you save a lot of money because you can spin things up, spin things down. You can have your disaster recovery environments, which most of the time they sit idle in corporations. They don't really run unless you need to because if you have a disaster you need to be able to recover right so that it's, it's servers that are sitting there not being utilized but you're paying for it when you go to the cloud they have something called cold storage and it's sitting there ready to go and then whenever you, if you were to have a disaster or something happen then you can spin it up and have it back up and run in a matter of moments so it's it's a it's a completely different way of doing business and the way we've done it in the past it's not sitting in a, in a closet somewhere or in a small data center it's it's actually uh, much more mo- robust and powerful. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still more to learn on that. So as you do all this work and we change our IT structure and the new products, do you have any openings on your team that you're recruiting for that we might could help you with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a few openings, uh, and uh, we expect to have a few more as we move things into the cloud. Uh, today we have a position uh, for a manager of customer relations. That's, that's over on the application side, managing Things like uh, software as a service tools. Uh, we're getting ready to put in ServiceNow, which is a software as a service uh, for the ITSM infrastructure, IT uh, service management infrastructure, QA or applications. Uh, we'll probably have something coming up in cybersecurity. Uh, we're still assessing that as we get into this uh, implementation. We want to make sure we hire the right person and make sure that uh, uh, we fill that properly. Uh, we also have a couple of infrastructure, one on uh, one network engineer and uh, an Office 365 admin and, and SharePoint admin, and then another one on the, on the uh, service desk for helping folks when they call in and have IT questions. The thing I love about Dennis's team, first of all, they're incredible. They are great. We have an incredible yes. IT team. Yeah. They're all brilliant, mm-hmm. much smarter than me, for example. <laughs> so they have a lot of answers. But I love how I can be on the technology side, the support desk side, I can be on the phone with one of our technicians and they'll say in a very nice way, do you mind if I take over your screen? Mm -hmm. And they can literally just handle it from remotely. And so much of our staff is located all around the state. Mm -hmm. That's gotta be a big help. I mean, I came from a Fortune 5 company and I come here and I look and they have the same stuff. It's it's pretty incredible. I mean, you, you think the state agencies or whatever, they may be a little behind. But the IT staff here, before I got here, they had done an incredible job on keeping things current. So uh, uh, I think that uh, it's, uh, you don't know what you don't know, Mm -hmm. but I think you guys here have been blessed. I have a lot of those tools like remote desktop control and things like that. And some of the other tools that the infrastructure team uses to manage people's laptops, pushing security patches out and things like that. It's pretty amazing. Obviously on the technology side, support desk, we're talking about our employees that are benefiting from that. But on the software engineering side, all of these applications and customer relationships, that's a benefit to providers yeah. uh, and programs. So it's it's great to, uh, to have a team like this. So we have several divisions, George's Pre-K, Childcare Services, CAPS Program, the new quality innovations and partnerships. I want the lowdown here, Dennis. Yeah. Who are you hearing from most often? <laughs> well, in my short month here, I, I think that uh, probably the one we've worked most with has been the CAPS team. 
they they've grown a lot as far as organizations, and they they've had a lot of technical needs. They've been moving around. They've been re- relocating. We've relocated some uh, temp staff, uh, and we've been act- actually asked to uh, leverage some technology from a business perspective to help them out. Things like uh, adding conference rooms and. Uh, some of the uh, uh, video conferencing capabilities. So we spent a lot of time helping them on that move. And then um, they they use a lot of our VDIs, vir- virtual desktop infrastructure, because they have to access uh, other networks besides ours, so you don't want to get them too mixed up yet without the proper technology in place to uh, secure that. Uh, and then really, you know, we've met a lot with legal, you know, helping them as well. They they moved, mm-hmm. and um, and we've, we've had to address a lot of their um, – needs as, as well as from a technology perspective because uh, anytime you start moving networks, moving uh, phones, moving desktops, moving all that, it, it, it becomes quite a big task. But, you know, everybody, everybody's um, been a great partner with us. I mean, I have, I have no complaints. I mean, it's just been quite amazing. You know, listeners may not know, but Legal moved from the East Tower to the West Tower, and they have a lot of obviously very confidential information. Mm -hmm. They have criminal Mm -hmm. records Mm -hmm. uh, and all of that, which there are all types of requirements around Mm -hmm. that and that type of security. So, yeah, I could see that. Mm -hmm. have to give Ira a break just because Legal's (laughs) maybe been ringing your phone and your email a little often. So so the big question, you you mentioned the cloud, but... In layman's terms, like for mm-hmm. Reg and Drum myself, roll. here we go. What yeah. is the cloud, <laughs> is the and cloud? why are we going there? Yeah. <laughs> and when are we going? There? Right. Beneficial. Well, you know, the cloud is everywhere. I mean, you hear it everywhere today, right? And, and in simplest terms, cloud computing really means storing and accessing your data and programs over the internet. Uh, where in the past you did it on your hard drive. So now instead of being on your hard drive, it's somewhere else. So you're going through the internet to access something somewhere else in the cloud. Um, the cloud is really just a metaphor for the Internet. Oh, see, okay. I've never heard it explained that way. That was good. I'm yeah. going to use that. It's nothing – I mean, it's fairly new, I guess, the concept, but it's – we yeah. could just replace Internet with cloud. Well, I, no, I would say that the cloud – the Internet enables the cloud capabilities. Okay. Okay. Previously, we had Internet, but it was so slow and so it wasn't robust enough to do business over. Years ago, the dumb terminals, you remember that? It's kind of the cloud except – inside mm-hmm. this is what did he call me no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> this this is enabling a, a technology that the server sits somewhere else and you access it remote okay okay so when we when we create a virtual machine where a a, a server that or a laptop that sits on your desk that's a physical machine mm-hmm. a virtual machine is like the stuff that's in it sitting somewhere else okay and you access it through the internet so you're basically renting your computing power, and your physical space in a more robust and secure place. As needed. As needed. Right. right. Turn it on, turn it off, increase it, decrease it, the capabilities, whatever you need. Plus, that environment stays current. It stays patched. It mm-hmm. stays secure. And as you don't, for example, uh, in the past, we would buy a server. Four or five years later, it would be old and slow, and they had new processors, and then you had to go buy another one. Mm-hmm. Today, you put your virtual machine out there, store it somewhere, you access it through the Internet, and then those, those machines that it sit on, they continue to grow and expand as, as the company that you're dealing with expands those machines. And, they, and so you don't, you don't deal with that, that uh, life cycle of throwing servers away every four or five years mm-hmm. because they got old and slow. It stays current. So um, 
So, like I said, today's our servers are based internally in a closet or in a data center, wherever the case may be. And in the future, they're off-prem into the hosted solution somewhere else in somebody else's data center, maintaining that for us and, and securing that for us. Uh, when you buy these cloud services, rather than doing it yourself on-prem, you're also be, you're able to do it at much less cost. You have 24-hour support. Uh, you have the flexibility and the capacity and the functionality of these large companies that a smaller division like ourselves or department can't really afford mm -hmm. to do, mm -hmm. right? So, as I said, security is much bigger, much better. It's protecting your data, and uh, and it's managing it for you. In the in the past, when a security patch would come out with like an Oracle or a Microsoft or something like that, you had to make sure you patched all your machines. Uh, all that's taken care of for you. So it's, uh, it's much more secure. And, uh, and sometimes companies would have a tendency to be off on their new shiny object and, and, and doing new work, and they'd let their patches mm. get behind. And all of a sudden, there'd be a, a security flaw or a gap or a hole that people would go through and get into your stuff. Mm. This, this is maintained for you as a service. Mm -hmm. So it's much better. I'm sold. Right. It makes a lot of sense. I'm more ready effective, to go. More more efficient. Yeah. And okay. also the scalability, like I said earlier, uh, decal has grown 300 percent since 2012 that's just enormous and you you start to outgrow your space mm -hmm. and, and you need to start looking at better ways more robust ways to do this what this does the scalability factor i was talking about early it enables us to scale much more quickly by just a few clicks of a button and having to go do it in a closet somewhere that's great uh, we are almost out of time, but I failed to ask you a personal question, which is, what do you like to do when you're away from the best state agency in government? <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, I'm a private pilot, so I enjoy doing that type of stuff. I, I, I play a lot of tennis. I love tennis, and, and I go to the gym, you know, a lot, you know, as more of a habit than, you know, I don't, I'm too old to really take it as a serious thing anymore. <laughs> but I have my friends, and we go there, and it's such a social thing, and I just love to to do that. I mean, yeah. I just, I'm just outside all the time being active and, and, um, low, low stress life. Mm -hmm. So just, I don't want any rumors to start. You know, we don't have a plane. We the, don't have a plane, <laughs> <laughs> but if we did, we did Dennis could fly it. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Just in case it's mm -hmm. always good to be mm -hmm. ready. Well, Dennis, welcome aboard. I just want to say McKesson's loss is decals gain. Mm -hmm. And we're excited to have you here. And, uh, it's encouraging what you said about people just sort of popping in the office mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. introducing themselves. I yeah. think that is the heart of the agency. Yeah, it's been incredible. I, I can't believe I'm like, not even anybody in IT. It's just outside. Oh, right. hey. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they want something. We're just around. <laughs> yeah, probably. They're looking for two things, though, I think that have made Dennis official. A, he went with us over to the governor's he office, did, yeah. Governor Kemp's office, for a look again mm -hmm. and the official photo. And he's had his picture taken with Cali. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And he served cake. He did. Yeah. Uh, for cake with Cali. Yeah. So that yeah. pretty much makes you official. Well, welcome uh, officially and look forward to uh, seeing great things going right. ahead. Well, thank you very much for having me. Now your questions from the water cooler. My name is Diana Myers, and I'm the nutrition health educator in the nutrition division. And my question for the commissioner is, what is your favorite fruit and vegetable? Oh, well, Diana, welcome to DECAL. Um, so my favorite fruit, gosh, I like a lot of different fruits. During the summertime, watermelon is by far my favorite. I would say year-round I eat a lot of apples. Mm. Uh, as far as vegetables go, 
Brussels sprouts. I really do like Brussels sprouts, but you're probably not going to like this answer. If you cook them with bacon, <laughs> they're even better. Here we and go. you roast them with bacon in the oven, they're delicious. But I do like Brussels sprouts. I like broccoli, I like green beans. I would say right now, Brussels sprouts. Okay. You know, I'm afraid do you have a I'm favorite going to, reg? Uh, fruit and vegetable? Yeah. Um, I'm with you on apples. Strawberry pie does you can't, not count. Oh, man, I love strawberry pie. <laughs> carrot cake. I love <laughs> that carrot does not cake. Count. Um, I was thinking, you know, with Diana new to the team, nutrition and everything, uh, I'm afraid of running into her in the cafeteria. I know, right? She might look at your tray. But, yeah, mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. Vegetable probably um, – Wow. I like broccoli, too. Mm-hmm. I, like broccoli I like broccoli soup, particularly broccoli cheese soup. Does that count? <laughs> sure. I'm going way off the reservation here. But, yeah, I, and we appreciate everything the nutrition folks do to encourage us all, not yes. only here at Decal, but especially in our child care programs, to be eating well. So we're looking forward to hearing more from her in the future. Hey, it's time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the Decal Download Quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. Where did our new CIO, Dennis Bryce, work before joining Decal? Where did our new CIO, Dennis Bryce, work before he joined Decal? We'll draw one name from all the correct answers. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Good luck and thanks for playing. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.